People, welcome back for another edition of Kingly Conversations, man. But we're just back for another week to have some conversations, right? And so this, oh, 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 before we get good, before we really get going, don't forget you can like, share, and subscribe anywhere and everywhere. Uh, Google us, Bing us, yeah, Yahoo, I mean Yahoo, Yahoo us. We're gonna come up anywhere and everywhere you want to see us. Uh, so I'm Alan. <clears throat> Yo, what up? It's your boy Twain Alfredo. Ask me about my podcast. Your friend, your mentor, Calvin D. Hill. All right, so <clears throat> hello, everyone. How y'all doing? I hope everything's good with you. Thank you for following. Appreciate you. The caffeine is kicked in, and I'm ready to go. Let's go. All cylinders are firing. So the conversation topic for the day is, do you live in constant fear? So the reason why I came up with this, because in, in social media, there's been a lot of to me, it seems like a lot of people are living in fear. So with that being said, I was curious to see and try to understand, comprehend why people are living in fear and just to kind of understand, like, because me personally, I, I don't have a lot of fears. Um, there are some things that I'm uh, wary of, but I, I don't fear anything like because i've been through a lot i've uh seen a lot i've unfortunately experienced some things so um i I faced those demons and we are here now and fear has been put in the back of my mind instead of the forefront of my mind so i'm always pushing forward so with that being said the Fear. What do y'all think this? What do y'all think some of this fear has come from with a lot of people uh, living in in society today? Anybody? Um, well, to me, I th- I think that I think that the fear that people have today comes from a couple of places. And really, if we want to be honest, you can blame, blame a guy named Ted Turner because when Ted Turner came out with headline news, it was t- a twenty four hour news cycle. Never before in the history of the world that we had a twenty four hour news cycle where you could scare people twenty four hours a day. Oh, wow. um, and so that I think started the process of because prior to that, pr- prior to that, the only way you would have known about, say, uh, something going on in California mm-hmm. might have been if you were one of the people that watched the evening news. And that was if it was a big enough deal. But once you have a 24 hour news cycle, now the news has to find stuff to fill that 24 hours and it's just like anything else the more that you hear something and the more that something is drilled into you uh the further in that you the more aware you are and so it's, it's a natural progression to become scarier now i think social media has then compounded on that because now anybody and everybody can say anything and everything including us but if anybody and everybody can say anything and everything and people take it as fact, even if it's not. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's I think those two things together is where a lot of the fears come from. Because I mean, it, let's be real: the news is designed. I mean, it's it's there to 
give you all the bad news. They're not only talking about the homeless shelter that was built unless it was local, but they're not going to tell you about one that was built in Utah. It's like you have to search for good news now. Yeah, you do. You do have to search for good news. So it's it, it's to me, it's not not. And then some people, if you were just raised in a scary household, then you're going to be scary. I like that. That's just that's just you know you can't mm-hmm. you can't really get around it. If you were raised in a scary household, you're gonna be you're gonna be you you have scary tendencies. Got it right. And so if you if oh, you God. never if you never really got out and got away from family, you're just gonna have scary tendencies all the time. And then, like I said, to me at least, the the social media cycle and the news cycle play on that, um, and then exacerbate that. And well. The, uh, Exacerbate that and make it worse for a lot of people. Gotcha. Well, I I will say real quick, Calvin, that in regards of some of the things I was raised on, it was based on a fear, like they would raise in fear. I think the older generations, because of the things that they went through, mm-hmm. they had this this uh, um, stipulation in their head to where okay don't do this because you know something bad gonna happen or you know what I'm saying so they've I'm sorry for saying you know what I'm saying because I haven't articulated what I wanted to say <laughs> so let me go back and say that I think because of the fear the, what they've been through they put their fears on the next generation like for their children and then their children took those same fears and, and bestowed them upon the the generation after them. Is that what you were saying? Yeah, just like, just like we talked about last episode, how somebody who, because they didn't join the Marine Corps, or didn't think they could have made it to Marine Corps boot camp, yeah. put those fears on me. Right. And I rejected those fears and did it anyway. Right. Um, and so I think I think that's, so yeah, so, so yeah that's, I think that's one way it happens, yeah. Okay. Calvin, do you live in fear? No. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> Why do you think other no. people live in, in with with whatever fears that they have? Why do you think people have those fears? I, because somebody told them, them to be scared, man. I don't know because I don't understand it yet. I understand fear when you have experiences attached to it. I get that, but when you don't have a, if you don't have a valid reason to. To be afraid, you know the acronym people say: fear is false evidence appearing real. Yeah, that's to me is what most people's fear is. It's something they made up in their mind, and they scared themselves to death to believe or, that to that paralyze fear is real. And, and and make themselves scared. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, I don't. You don't understand. I don't. I don't, man. And well, I don't. Have, I, and I think. I think to some extent. Now, when you, when we say constant fear, we do really mean like constant, constant fear. fear. Right. We're not talking about oh, there's a bear. You should no, be you afraid. Should be if scared you see of a bear. bear. It's a big bear. Uh, you should be afraid if if somebody pulls if I a don't weapon. Know in who you. that dog belongs to? <laughs> I'm going to have some questions. Okay. But and this is part two. Well, Everybody has this fight or flight. Mechanism in them They do Some people get scared and run I, And mine got broke I, oh. get, I get scared I'm ready to get some We get what Calvin? <laughs> he said You have to, you have to bring that down For the non-Marine Corps His fear causes him to run towards yeah, the danger yeah, if I get, So he's going to run at scared, the bear And try to rip its throat out With his bare hands Yeah that's, that's not healthy 
It is not, not good. It definitely is not. So, you thinking so about leaving? No, I think the party just <laughs> getting started. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Okay. So to me, I think everybody has their own issue and you gotta go ahead. Well, go ahead. No, you, you gotta face your feels the way you feel comfortable. Yeah, and, and the fight or flight response really is hardwired. Mm-hmm. Into human beings, mm-hmm. um, because at a time, at, in times when we didn't live so plush and so cushy as we do today, the fight or flight was there. Oh, a pack of lions! You now have a decision to make. Do you? Well, mm-hmm. no. There's only really one decision. Honestly. You got a fight, you, man. No, you, to you, me, you ain't fighting. You gonna pack. lose the you fight. Are, you are not Daniel in the Lions. Well, well, you gonna lose the fight. No, you got to fight it though. To no, me, no, no, you don't. You man. know what you got to do? You got to get yourself into a tree. You can fight. The lions can climb trees. They cannot actually, but that's cool. Let's try it. I've I've seen a clip of it. Depends on what type of tree it is. Depends on what type of tree. Depends on what type of tree. Lions is heavy, but heavy, mad heavy, son. But but um, again, still. So but so but you have to you have a choice to make. Once you you feel the flight or flight response, you have a choice to make. Um, And the 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 fight or flight response was there for self preservation. It was designed for. Situations where there was imminent death in front of you. The problem that we have today is we don't live in a society typically where there's imminent death in front of you, but the fight or flight response is the same same. Mm -hmm. in in terms of the human psyche. So anytime there is fear, the fight or flight response is going to kick in and the individual is really going to determine which side of the aisle they're going to, that they live on in any situation because, um, for some reason, I don't, and I don't know why. Like when I'm when I'm behind the wheel of a car, there's no fear at all. It doesn't matter what's happening mm-hmm. at all. Like lose con, lose contact with the asphalt, still not scared. Why would you? Because be I, I think some people no, some people be out there driving scary. Yeah, but and you see them too. They be tense. I can relate to what he's saying, but not having that fear comes with being hyper vigilant. And being in your mind, what like for me personally, when I'm driving, I'm already calculating if something happens. What will I do? How will I counter? Big picture. I'm always driving and making sure I have an escape route. I never let nobody box me in. Uh, if it's raining or something, I'm expecting the hydroplane. So I don't fear that. I already know in my head what I'm going to do to counteract that. So um, as far as not having that fear, I think it's all about... Um, the the mindset one and just being prepared preparation. If you've gone through it or not, just me personally, but I do have a question. I'm sorry, I, I switched the direction. I switched the direction. So, do y'all have any fear fear of failure? Mm-mm. No, I don't think. Uh, that I do I, And I don't I, The thing of it is I don't know that most people I think what most people Really fear Is fear of succeeding Beyond all their Wildest expectations And I think That that has to do with The previous episode For those that a didn't couple, Listen yeah. to that Go back and listen <coughs> To that previous episode But I think it has to do the with, with With the, with with When we were talking About validation Because People People Intrinsically know that, that the people that you know and care about are going to pro- that aren't inside of your house, inside of your walls are going to probably look at you differently if you get to some level of success that's far beyond what they have. Because most people want you to succeed, but not too much. Like they don't want you to be just like out here balling out mm. and they not. Mm. 
I got something for that. Um, I forgot who said this, but it went a little something like this. Picture me rolling. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that also because I think that also comes from, you know, the fact that that other person's success in the in, sheds, in, in, sheds a light on you. Sheds a light on you. Yeah. Even though it, even though that's not. Like they don't do that. They're you not do that to yourself. Yeah. Well, you do it to yourself. They don't do it at all. Right. You do it to yourself, right? Right. Because you're like, oh, you know, they they got whatever they got. I I I should be doing better because they doing better. Like they got an entirely different story than you got. Right. Like their life wasn't your life. I, I don't think I have the fear of failure because I don't think I have enough failures. I mean, we can help it's, you out. It's, it's like, it's like start, to me, start living waste like, start living waste like we live. You gonna have some failures. See, I ain't, I ain't trying to break my back. That's the difference. That's a that's failure. failure. I live. I no no no. That's a, that's, a, that's yeah it is that's, yeah that's it is foolishness. That's the difference. <laughs> that's the difference. Uh, that's the difference. He, he hasn't <laughs> he I, hasn't broken his back. I live. I waste. haven't broken my back. I, I live weights. You have to know where and why you're doing something. I'm not lifting five hundred, six hundred, seven hundred. Squatting eight fifty. We have never I'm done not, that. Sir. I'm not doing that stuff. The, you know the, why? The, the most we have ever we have we have, we have leg pressed what a thousand and five. Exactly. Okay, everybody, listen. That's my point. But it I was am, a goal to leg press and, that, and that's that's the point. That was whose goal? Uh, well, at at the moment, that was my goal oh, as well. Your goal? Yeah. And we work out partners, so we, it, it, we challenge each so, other. So guess what? Good. Guess what? Once we hit that goal, ask me if I've ever done it again. No. Okay. So now, and I don't have a desire. I did it. You, I, I didn't. I, it's no different than if I said, "Oh, I'm a world champion." Right. All right. Cool. Do I need to do it again? Not no. Necessary. Right. And that's the point. So it was y'all goal. It wasn't my goal. It was not my goal. Kyle, so what you're saying is, Calvin's goal. Calvin's goal. He said, "I'm gonna live mediocre in the gym." My goal is, I have certain goals. I'm trying to accomplish certain things. I'm trying to reach a, a certain look. In so my why body. are you afraid of breaking that's your back? Why? That's why, because breaking my back is not going to get me the shape I'm looking for. Why do you it's have so? Gonna, why do you have so much fear about tone. breaking your back? Because it's not going to help my tone. Speaking of your tone, man, could you turn your shoulders off over there, bro? What are you talking about? <laughs> it's not going to help my tone. It's not going to help. I did shoulders yesterday. That's why they look a little high. It's mm-hmm. a little still. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, I work out uh, for a different reason than you all work out. Y'all work out to scare kids. No. I don't no. Know. <laughs> y'all, why, y'all don't why work out. Hey, hey. Nobody works okay. out to scare kids. All right, kids. we get it. So we, we get, get it. off the subject. But I'll, again, I'll, let's get it back on topic. I, I work out to stay tone and have a certain shape. I okay. work out to be strong. Exactly. Is that you can't do because both at when the same that time. fight or flight comes into a pl- it comes into yeah. play. Yeah. I need one hitter quitter power. Just like uh, what's my man that 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 was you talking about Wilder Ooh. and Fury? He was going for that one hitter quitter power and got got lumped up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Sheena, anyway, I I, that's that's my. But I, 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 I I'm not be going for the head. I go, I go for the ribs. I go for the midsection. A lot, a lot more space to to get up in there. And yeah, just in regards to the but, question that I ask y'all, but do I'm I not, have a feel of failure? No, I don't have a lot of because the reason I don't again is because I don't have the history of failure. Got you. If I had maybe like you said, if you you have the experiences of I have constantly failed. Then I would maybe have a fear because I have a reason to be scared of it. I have something for that. Okay, I failed a lot. All right, and I will say that my tolerance to my failures has increased, so my fear has decreased. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So 
with that, I, I do. And But don't get me wrong. I still have a level of fear when it comes to failure. However, I'm able to push past that fear because of the tolerance that I've built. Okay, if I failed at something, did you die? No, <laughs> I didn't. All right, so I learned from it. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Right. Yeah. So I was able to get through that. Now, my whole thing is if you if if I don't learn from that failure, then that's that's a that's a misjudgment on my part. So I'm definitely looking. And, and again, that comes from the, the previous failures. What I, I've learned from those and I be like I said, I build a tolerance up. I understand now. So failure right now, I look forward to failure, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a fear for failure. So um, I think also it depends on how you frame what failure is because to me any failures when it comes to being afraid of 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 fear failing to me any failures that i have is an opportunity to okay what did i do wrong it's it's a lesson Mm -hmm. more so than it is so there's no to me there's no reason to fear failing if you're if you if you're because to me it's not where you start it's where you end up and if that fear of if, if failing causes you to end up further ahead because, oh, I learned because some people some sometimes there's some lessons you're not going to be able to read in a book. You're not going to because everybody's not because I, I, this is what, what it reminds me of. So there was a because, you know, for those that don't know, I do have a clothing and apparel company called Soulfire Clothing. And I was watching uh, an interview with the the one of the creators of FUBU which for those that don't know was for us by us back in the day, clothing line. He's showing his age right now. Right, you know what I'm saying? Well, everybody, and they know I'm 40. Pushing you know push forward. Mm-hmm. And what he was talking, he, he was talking about what he did, what he did to have success, right? And his entire story is stuff I don't have access to. Because one of the things that put them over the top, so they were making clothes in the neighborhood weren't actually doing well at all. But guess who lived in the neighborhood? LL Cool J. LL Cool J's from Queens. They from Queens. They knew exactly where LL Cool J lived. So they ran up on LL Cool J at his house. When I say ran up, they weren't like trying to rob him or nothing. But Yeah, you got to clarify nowadays. They, were, uh, they ran up on him at the house. It was like, hey, can you wear this shirt? And they, while he was, he, you know, just tell us what you think about it or whatever. They, he wore the shirt. They took a Polaroid in the shirt. They then went to a, like a, a, like a clothing convention in Las Vegas where they couldn't even get a booth. But they got a hotel room and they would invite vendors back to the hotel room to see the products. And then they would say, see, and even LL Cool J is wearing our stuff. And LL Cool J at the time was hot. You know, he, it was I think right, right after the first album dropped. So he was hot. He hadn't he wasn't hot enough to move out the hood, but he was hot enough that people knew who LL Cool J was. Mm-hmm. And so they used that picture of clothes he didn't even actually wear to then sell these vendors on putting them in their stores. Mm. And I'm like. I don't have access to none of that. So I, I actually, and, and then on top of that, when LL Cool J got a deal with the Gap, I don't know if y'all remember the commercial when he was in the Gap commercial, he had on a FUBU hat in the Gap commercial. And so people started calling the Gap trying to get FUBU, but FUBU wasn't sold in Gap. So then they had to go there. So, so LL Cool J essentially was the marketing that built FUBU. Hmm. I don't have LL Cool J. Learn something new. Yeah, he told that story on stage at a convention. But I, you know, which most people wouldn't have had access to. But he he told the whole he told the whole story and walked us through it all. And I'm like, so in other words, what you're telling me is I cannot value what you're doing 
for my clothing business because you built it in such a way that I don't even have the ability to build it. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I say you can't fear failing because everything that you run up against, you, you can't just look at someone else's story and then be like, oh, I failed. You have to say, well, their story is not my story because there's something they also you don't know if they're telling you the whole story. You don't know what they went through or no, had to do. To not get at all. So do you have a fear since we're talking about fear? You have a fear of being alone or loneliness? Um, at one point growing up, I thought that I would be old and alone. Like, I've already, the process of me going through PTSD, it had me thinking that nobody understood, nobody would understand ever. So, I will grow up to be old and alone. So I've never had a fear of being alone. And that was a major problem for me because it was detrimental to every relationship that I had under under those circumstances. <clears throat> so to answer your question, no. But now, yes. I have a different different uh way of thinking, different way of seeing life, and I I don't want to be alone. So I guess that pushes me to do what I have to do to maintain, but it's not necessarily a fear. It's, it could be because I'm aware of what I have going on psychologically. Hmm. I don't think I have a fear. Of, I, I, I like self-isolation from time to time. The thing of it is that what I don't know, because the, the question as it's being posed, I have no idea what alone <laughs> feels like, like truly alone. Like there, when I say alone, I don't mean emotionally alone. I mean, completely alone like you have no friends you have no family you look outside nobody's there to me that would be alone mm-hmm. and if you would say to, if do i have a fear of being the absolute last human on the face of the earth sure i guess so if there were no other humans anywhere then i probably would be afraid of that but as society exists today i don't know that i don't know that i'm i, I don't know that i've ever uh you know been like zoe and felt alone to even know what that to even to even be able to have the fear of being alone because I've never felt alone my entire life I've never really felt alone and I don't know if that's just weird for me not to feel alone but I've never felt that I've never felt like I was alone and that's funny cuz I'm trying to think of a time where I felt alone cuz even when I'm by myself I don't feel alone I think I. When I say by myself, I mean for extended periods of time. Well, I think uh, maybe in boot camp, and maybe the first couple months when I moved to Texas, Mm -hmm. those are the only times I really felt like alone. But I was with a lot of people. You went to boot camp by yourself too, didn't you? Yeah. I went by myself. I went on the buddy program. So. Yeah, I, I went by myself, and now I would have gone by myself, but I just you know, I wasn't scared, but it was like, all right, I'm out here by myself. All right, get some. Let's go. Mm. Yeah, so I don't. So it's a tough question for me to answer because, like I said, I don't know that I've, I don't know that I've felt alone to know that I should or shouldn't fear it. Mm-hmm, right, right, right. I think I'm I'm in the same place with. I you. don't have the experience. To then validate the fear, mm-hmm. mm. 
I'm which, interested. Which, which is a fortunate place. I mean, it truly, is a fortunate place to be. I, I, I mean, right, I'm but not, I'm, I'm interested. A lot of people do. I'm interested to see what it's going to be like to be alone. You don't. You don't want that. Well, I, I, I don't. I think temper. It's like I'm just. T- I'm yeah, just speaking because, from experience. So yeah, it, because I. I think I always feel like I will always have. I, someone will always be around, and I don't. I have to. It's like either it's a child, or. Someone, I, I don't, I don't have opportunities extended periods of time, other than the two I just mentioned, where it's just me. And those were actually outside of the boot camp one. When I went to Texas, I still didn't feel alone because I was in a long distance relationship. So that it wasn't how I couldn't say that's truly alone. But to come home to nobody was interesting. It was it was somewhat interesting. Well, and I would say that I mean there are people that feel alone, surrounded by people. Like they, right, they just have right. feelings of right. And I think that's that's the 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 challenge that we have with the uh, with the with the question. At least Calvin and I is that it's difficult. So it, it reminds me of, it's difficult to manu to get like to manufacture the feeling the feeling of, of aloneness. aloneness. If you right. didn't feel alone, it reminds me of a story from uh, that a guy was telling uh, where. You know, he um, essentially experienced homelessness for like they were looking for somebody. They were actually looking for somebody. So they said the only way you're really going to find them if they're out here on like Skid Row or something like that. If they're out here, the only way you're going to find them is to immerse yourself in it. But at the end of the day, you still know that you can go back to your old life. And I don't know what I don't know if it would feel different if there wasn't like if there if you if you felt alone. Even when you were surrounded by people, I don't know how you can. I don't know how you can experience that if you didn't feel it. Yeah, yeah, and that's gonna be tough. But no, like I said, I I've been homeless and still didn't feel alone. That's the crazy part. I have been homeless and didn't feel alone during that space of time of my life. But I've been in spaces where I'm a room full of people and feel alone. So it's it's. I think it has more or less. The, that's an internal struggle. So we need a psychiatrist to come on the show. Yeah, to explain that one. That'll be a good. That'll be so, a good. So one. ask questions that are too hard. Stop. <laughs> just, All right. So, what's <clears throat> your fear of the unknown? Explain that. What What do you mean by having the fear of the unknown? Because people and I again, I don't have that fear. Dang it. Um. People, <laughs> okay. People say you don't know what tomorrow holds. That's unknown. You don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow. I feel like I'm fine. I don't. I I I, I do know what's gonna happen tomorrow. You know what's gonna happen tomorrow? Your regiment. The sun gonna come up tomorrow. You gonna get that coffee? I'm gonna get coffee tomorrow. The sun gonna go down tomorrow. Guess what? I know what's gonna happen Monday. The sun gonna come up. Oh, I mean, this is <laughs> that, that reminds me of something somebody asked me at work. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but it's only funny because you know the, right now the uh, the the Oakland Raiders, well, no, the Las Vegas Raiders, <laughs> what they are embroiled in controversy. So I told them, I said, they was like, "Well, what what's your team gonna do?" I'm like, "I they guarantee they're gonna do one or two, two things. things. <laughs> they're gonna win, or they're gonna or lose." They gonna lose. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. And, uh, That's the, it. I can only guarantee you those two things: they're gonna win or they're gonna lose. <laughs> It ain't much further than that. Because, <laughs> like, oh, I just, man. I'm not, you know, in, in that hey, particular man. instance, I'm not invested enough. I mean, sure, I got a Raiders mug and all of that, but I'm not invested enough <laughs> to, like, they're going to do what they're going to do, and I have no effect on that. Right. 
and, and in terms of the unknown, it's going to be what it, it is. I have exactly. no effect on it. Exactly. Well, again, the reason why I have the fear of the unknown in the notes is because I was trying to get a better understanding of me personally. I don't have a fear of the unknown because I've been known to jump out the window without a parachute at times, but I just, I, I didn't get it. So I was hoping to talk to, to somebody to help me understand why they would have the fear of the unknown. Right. And if you look at society now, there is a lot of that now. Yeah. A lot of people fear the unknown. If I take the shot, what if this happens? What if that happens? X, Y, Z. So, I was just curious to try to understand why people would have not not just a vaccine, and, but there's a lot of other things going on as well. You know what I mean? You know, well, you know, in in relation to to the vaccine specifically, and I think it really is going to go into all of the other areas. You know, there's so much misinformation. I think that's why we got the fear of the unknown because there's so much misinformation out there that people have no idea what's true and what isn't. And so then they self-validate their own fears. Right. That it's, may not be, that may not even be just accurate or, or founded. <laughs> that may not be, that may not be accurate or founded at all. Got it. Got it. So they scary. They scary. You're scary. Hey, matter of fact, y'all get on my nerves. Look. Cut your TV off. Cut your social media off. Oh, cut all that stuff off for thirty days, and then we see if you no, still scared. No, we're we gonna have a whole episode about that. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk. That's fine. Yeah, we're gonna do that. But for, until then, until then, cut off all your radio, your TV, your social media stuff, and tell me if you're scared in thirty days. Turn it off. You cut off. The short version. Y'all, yeah, because to me, y'all, you scared because you want to be scared. My, Marcus told me some people want to be hustled. Hmm. Some people just want to be scared. Uh, why do I keep doing this to myself? Hey man, I see it. Good job. You go, you go yeah. flip that. Go right. Turn it off. Turn it back on. All right, but let's take a commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> You're scared. <laughs> and, back from, back. and we're back. And we're back. <laughs> so, I, I mean. You said, Mark, you was about to say Marcus told you something. Yeah, Mar- about Marcus people, made a statement. People want to be people, people want to be hustled. People want to be afraid. It's, it's not that they're such a big threat of, of whatever or their life or their. Some people just want to be scared. They do. You know what? But I, I get why though. Go ahead. Yeah, I get why too. I'm what, not mad at it. What baffles me is, even in the the sanctum of security that they have, like they have no idea of how bad it could really right. be. No, right, and that's the problem. 
if you have an actual experience of something traumatic and horrible and we'll terrifying, to a third I get that. Yeah, go around the world and see how other people live day to day. Yeah, and then come talk to me because if you don't see that. You don't see the real threat And you don't see Okay some people Here even in America Living in the hood And they see people Getting shot and stuff You have a legit Reason to be scared Yeah That's legit to me mm-hmm. But if you've never Been outside of Your backyard Oh man And and haven't been In any danger Your whole life What are you scared yeah. of Yeah that, I'm sorry Well like I said Like we said in the beginning I think I think that That 30 day mental fast would assist because I I think that people are so inundated with messages of fear. Saturated. All of the Mm -hmm. political messages of fear, Mm -hmm. all of the news is fear. If you're surrounded by fear all day, it takes more than usual self uh, confidence or whatever you want, but it takes more than usual uh, stand upishness to say, I'm not going to necessarily be afraid. Of things that I don't need to be afraid of, right? Most definitely, and most people. But this like, is, I don't have time to to walk around all day being afraid that I'm going to get shot in Walmart. But what bothers me is it's some people have these. It is a possibility. Faith, it's always a possibility. Faith over fear shirts. Oh and no. Faith over hat hats. Faith over fear hats and all this other clothing about God. This and that. And I'm sitting there looking like, okay, your faith got to be more than a t-shirt. Hey, you scared? Don't, don't get me started. Hey, so. No, 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 no. Because it needs to be said. We we got a lot of people out here that 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 say my favorite. I'm this, that, and the third. But you scared for what? I don't know if y'all remember. Because I think both of y'all were there. I know one of y'all. Were there. I can't remember both of y'all were there. So we were in Iraq, mm-hmm. and we had just got finished with a Bible study. Where, where, the, where, the, where the practitioner Was talking about faith mm-hmm. JK was in there Talking about faith And then as soon as We were standing around Just having a discussion afterwards And uh, we, we, we had a, a mortar attack mm-hmm. On the base mm-hmm. And how quickly that faith They turned from fear. faith to fear And that's what I'm saying The crazy thing is I heard a, I heard a, a, a uh, a preacher say this a long time ago. He said, "You know, faith and fear are the same thing. They're just opposite ends of the spectrum." Uh, uh, but that particular person, you know, we had we had like you, you like you just got finished talking about faith, brother. What 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 happened to your faith? Stand firm. <laughs> what happened to your F A F, brother? Faith. No, no th, man, no th uh, on that. To me, for for me personally, I feel like faith. Is 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 confidence in God? That's my faith. If if God said it, that's the end of the discussion. It's not a lot to talk about. You can be scared all you want. Calvin Hill not gonna be scared. You gotta give me something valid. I I say this because a lot of people get caught up in the religious part of the, the faith. And and first, I understand that people need to have faith in in, in God and things of that nature. But how? Have faith in yourself, man. Like where? But that's the problem. Yeah. You you. I, you how, to, how can you? For me, that's where it starts. You're right. But for some people, they don't have faith in themselves. So how could you? But how are you supposed to have? Exactly. That's the point. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I don't get that. I I do. I understand them. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all scary. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're scared, and I. I 
Everybody, everybody has a level of fear in something. But that's a whole something that scares well, you. I mean, that's right? Thing, the thing is, scare is, everybody. The thing is allowing that fear to completely paralyze you, though. Yeah. That's, that's why I think yeah. the, some of the issue comes in is like if you're completely paralyzed by that fear, then to me that's not good. Like you should still be able to to function. You should still be able to live. Even if uh, there was a there's a book called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by whatever the person's name is, but y'all can mm-hmm. look it up. But it is it literally is like because no matter what we're gonna do in this life, there's gonna be some level of fear. Like some people mm-hmm. have fear of public speaking, but my fear of public speaking comes from the doesn't come from the fact that I'm afraid to get up in front of in front of people. It's that I know. That my words are going to have an impact, and so I mm-hmm. need to deliver the best message possible. Mm-hmm. And so that's where my uh, any any fear or trepidation to to get in front of a crowd and speak comes from that place, as mm-hmm. opposed to the vast majority of people, which are just deathly. They, they said that public speaking actually ranked higher than death on people's fears. They mm-hmm. did a poll of, of, of fears for people and that public speaking ranked higher than death. And it's because now you have a chance to be ridiculed. You have a chance to be devalued yep. and all those other yep. things because those people would be seeking validation as we talked about last episode from other people, but they have that fear. And I'm just saying, don't let your fear, whatever it's okay to have fear, but don't let those fears completely paralyze Stop. your life. That's right. That's right. Y'all got anything before we wrap up? Stop being so scary. <laughs> Stop being so scary. <laughs> practice your faith, man. Practice practice your faith. Also, oh. face your fears, man. Don't, like Alan said, if you're paralyzed by it, just take baby steps. <laughs> baby steps oh, to overcome man. your fears. We got to have a conversation, a different conversation, man, about people in faith and, and following that. Versus, you know what I'm saying, going... And, and getting all this information about how to live and then go outside of the church and be completely opposite. I, I, I'm going to put that in the topics. Anyway, go ahead. Um, back back to the conversation at hand. Uh, people live in constant fear. And as Alan was saying, it's not uh, it's okay, but just don't get stuck in a place where you're paralyzed and you're not moving forward. You're not growing because of a fear of something that you may, like, it may not even be real. You know, um, so uh, shout out to you, man. Just I hope that you seek help. I mean, if you do have fear, we always suggest and 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 psychiatrist. Yeah, seeing somebody. somebody. Yeah, Yeah. I'm sorry, I lost a train of thought. See, I need to see somebody about a a memory loss. Um, So (laughs) (laughs) seek help. Uh, Counseling is not bad. It's 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 something that I would recommend personally. Uh, in my personal experience, I've I've seen that it does work. It is effective, and it can and it can help you grow and it can help you get past those fears that you do have. Um, and like they said, man, turn the TV off, turn the radio off, man. Do some self reflection, meditate, do all that, do whatever you need to do to purge and cleanse yourself of all the negative stuff you're taking in. That's all I got, man. Love y'all. All right, need thirty day mental fast coming up soon. Definitely will be. I think I think thirty day mental fast is important. I try. To, I I used to. I need to get back to. It. I used to take a thirty day mental fast twice a year. <laughs> so do I do. I do find first? that it. I do find that it's better if you do it with other people. But we will talk about thirty day mental fast yep. so that y'all can get an idea of what I that's about. Like that. Be safe. We'll see y'all next week. Yeah.